house of the Lord this morning. Hallelujah. It's all nation Sunday. We're going to switch it up a little bit. Praise Jesus with us. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah.
final say. The final say, you say, Jehovah has the final say. Say, who has the final say? Jehovah has the final say. That's not who has the final say. You say, Jehovah has the final Jehovah served my life around. Jehovah served my life The final say. Jehovah has the final say. Say who has the final say? Jehovah has the final say. No matter what the doctor says. Jehovah has the final. Jehovah turned my life around.
him. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's just worship him this morning. Oh, hallelujah. We love you, Lord God. We adore you this morning. Amen, amen, amen. Come on, give the Lord another round of applause this morning. He's worthy to be praised. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, 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 amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And Lord bless you. You may be seated for a few minutes. Amen. Praise God. We believe that the heart of God is for all nations to feel welcome and find a home in churches where the truth is preached. Nous croyons que volonté bon Dieu c'est pour toute nation sentir accueilli et puis joignion caille dans l'église côté vérité à prêcher. On behalf of Multicultural Ministries and your local church, we welcome you today. Thank you for being a part of All Nations Sunday. In Matthew chapter 28, Jesus commissioned his disciples to go and teach all nations. In Acts chapter 1, he revealed that when receiving his promise, individuals would be filled with power. Power to become witnesses of him in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the world. And Multicultural Ministries, we are working to fulfill this biblical mandate by reaching out to every culture that is coming to North America. Currently, we have 16 ethnic-focused ministries, three culturally-focused ministries, and four full-time missionaries who are focused on evangelizing nationalities here in North America. We also have the Global Tracks website that provides soul-winning materials translated in more than 60 languages. The heartbeat of the UPCI is God's heart to reach every nation with His gospel globally and here at home. Our proximity to the Great Commission has never been closer as the world has come to North America. We honor every culture of people who are represented here today. Thank you for your prayers and for your support. I am the UPCI. I am the UPCI. I am the UPCI. United Pentecostal I am the United Pentecostal Church. I am the UPCI. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Today is All Nations Day, and we welcome you to our All Nations um, service. And as Sister Nicola said earlier on, you're all looking good. How are you doing this morning? Next time, say, just right. Just right. Just right. Amen. Amen. This morning, I just have a, something very short for you. I thought about this. 
the last instruction Jesus gave when he was leaving, he didn't give it to a certain set of people. It says in Matthew 28, 19, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Of course, we know that um, we are baptized in Jesus' name. But that's the instruction to all nations. And just one more scripture, Revelation 7, 9. It says, after this I looked, and behold, a great multitude that, was <coughs> that no one could number from every nation. So it's not going to be one set of people, one nation. It's every nation. Every nation was offered the baptism, and every nation would be gathered on the last day. Amen? Amen. Just want to say that before we go on to offering. It's offering time. Amen. Please stand for me so we can pray over the offering. We have several ways to give. We can go online, www.myccc.faith. We can use PayPal at Christ Center Church or Cash App, dollar sign, CCC2711. And, of course, we have our two ushers here, one in the back. Um, you can do it the old-fashioned way. A lot of people doing it electronically, but you can still do the old-fashioned way. But it's still money. <laughs> um, so you can give that way. Amen? Let us pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I thank you, O God, for all your people that you have sent here this morning so we can fellowship in spirit and in truth. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your continued protection over our lives, Lord. Thank you, O God, for putting that hedge of protection over us and keeping us, Lord. This morning, Lord, we come to celebrate Jesus Christ. We come to call upon your name and we pray this morning, Lord, that your presence will be in this service once more. Touch every life this morning, O oh God, every soul, Lord Jesus. Let us leave here differently. Let us leave here with the Holy Spirit inside of us. And let us leave here, Lord Jesus, with a word from the preacher who you have ordained to minister to us this morning. Touch each and every one of us, O oh God. Bless this offering this morning. For those that have to give, bless them, Lord. Those that don't have to give, make a way for them so they will be able to give. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we say amen. amen. Come forward with your tithes and offering, please.
Somebody act like you're glad to be in the house of the Lord. You're glad to praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We bless your holy name. I love to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. We ought to make every service like this where we just have a good time. Sometimes we come to church or we come into the building where we have church service and we're just so stiff and we're just so stoic. But if we would just be like this all the time, where you realize it's a time to praise the Lord. Jamal is a time to worship him, to enjoy the Lord's presence and to enjoy one another. And you're doing that this morning. Give yourself a hand clap of praise. Amen. We have a guest with us this morning. Penny, where are you, Penny? Penny! Hallelujah! Nice to have you. We're so glad you were able to come and be with us this morning. God bless you. And if there's anything at all, Penny, we can do, please don't hesitate to ask us. We're grateful that you're here, and we know that you are a guest of the Lord. So while you were invited and somebody told you to come, Jesus wanted you to be here this morning, and he orchestrated it so you would be here this morning. Thank you for obeying and coming. God bless you. Hallelujah. A couple things I want to remind you before we get into the preaching of the word this morning. Uh, next week, you don't want to miss next week. I want you to pack the place out next week in the 9 a.m. service and the 10.30 a.m. service. Why is that? Because you have a special opportunity to be blessed like you've never been blessed before. <laughs> next, next week, Sunday, is what we call our Commitment Sunday. And for those of you that don't know, obviously, this morning I pulled in, and I'm trying to find a parking, and it was a little difficult, little difficult to find parking. Amen. And I start to think about what God is doing, and God will always show you evidence of what he promised that he would do for you. And as I came in, I said, Lord, parking is kind of, you know, challenging this morning. But God has opened up an opportunity for us to purchase a beautiful facility here in Hamilton that will seat as many as we would probably desire and have enough parking for us to park. And so we are engaged in a contract to purchase that property. And so we want you to come next week because we're going to make our commitment next week as to what we believe God wants us to contribute financially to this vision that we will bring to reality. Somebody say amen. And so for those of you that want to be blessed, I am not trying to ma manipulate you or try to get you to think something. I am just straightforward as you can come. And the bottom line is God's way of blessing you, man's way of blessing you in this world is for you to work and make some money. But no, understand this, if, if, if you don't have good health and strength, you can't work. Just saying. Man's way of blessing you is to invest in the stock market. But I think I've seen few times, stock market crash. Man's way of blessing you is put some money in the savings and hopefully, you know, you'll, you know, get some interest over it. That's man's way. God's way of blessing you is for you to invest in his kingdom. That's God's way of blessing you. And when you invest in God's kingdom, then God will give back to you good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. He said he will open the windows of heaven and pour out upon you a blessing you will not have room enough to receive. 
And so while the stock market can give you increments, while your savings can give you increments, while you work in a job can give you a little salary, the bottom line is what God will give you will be something that you could not earn on your own, regardless of how gifted, how talented, and how smart you are. And so I want you to come next week praying before you come. If you didn't get one of these cards, make sure you get one. Praying before you come, God, what kind of commitment you want me to make to give to the building up of the kingdom of God, to give to what you're doing, your vision. Let me know, Lord God, because if I give to your building up of your kingdom and for what you're doing, I know you're going to bless me and my family, but I want to be a part of something special. Amen. And we know the church is the only hope for the world. And where your children, your grandchildren, your nieces, nephews, where people will come to get saved is in the church. I said this last week, where people will be, some of you call it christening, but it's dedication. But your children will be dedicated in the church. Your marriages will be performed in the church. Your funerals will be performed. So it's an investment not just for you but for your family and for people you don't know. You can't make a better investment with what God has blessed you with than to invest in his kingdom. So next week, come and participate in our Commitment Sunday where we commit what we will give to the vision that God has given us for that great big facility of 17,000 square foot and plenty of parking and a great area where traffic will just flow and we'll be able to bring all of our family and friends and not be tight and not be hot like you are a little bit right now. We'll just have it all going on. So we want you to come next week ready to commit to what God wants you to commit. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. So I want to bring to you this morning our multicultural North Central Jersey director of multicultural ministries, Brother Scarlett, Minister Scarlett. We want you to come this morning and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ to the congregation. What's pastor? Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord one more time, everybody. Hallelujah. It's truly indeed worthy to be praised this morning. I greet you all this morning, but before I get in, I'm going to ask Sister Florence if she could come up just for a minute. I want her to read a scripture. I'd, I'd ask her to um, read a scripture for me this morning. So I'm going to ask her to come up this morning and just uh, read a scripture for us, and then I'll just get right into the word this morning. So just listen up. She's going to read a very familiar scripture. Just want her to read some of this morning. Good morning. Hallelujah. Our reading this morning is from the second book of um, Acts, number two, chapter two, verse 38. Then Peter said to them, repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Sister Florence. I'm going to ask my wife to come up, and um, she's going to read it in the, the layman terms way, or the old school way, or the Jamaican way, if you please. <laughs> Praising everyone. Praise the Lord. Then Peter said to the whole of them, 
Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins, and the whole of whom shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Praise him, everybody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Indeed, it's an honor for me to be here this morning. I want to greet everyone this morning. So honored to have everyone in uh, uh, the house of God to praise and to magnify the Lord with us truly today, uh, all over the area, in fact, throughout the entire southern, eastern, northern, the entire region. Uh, this time of the year, our organization celebrates what is known as uh, Multicultural All Nations Sunday. This is where, you know, some churches have it either a week before the week off or the week after. So within that two, three week span, we have churches, they already reports of souls getting baptized. There have been a lot of people been turning out in the house of God, worshiping, praising God. And, um, you know, so I want to commend everyone this morning for making that special sacrifice to be here this morning to, you know, worship God in your native language, color, clothing, or the country you represent, so to speak. Amen. I, I got multicolor on, so, you know, mean that I'm an all-nation person. Amen. So I'm so honored to be a part of this organization, so honored to be a part of Christ Center Church. And I'm so honored for what God is doing in this hour. And I pray that you all will just hang in there because God has something in store for all of us. Amen. We're going to invite you to stand one more time, if you don't mind, before we get right into the word. We're going to pray and ask the Lord's will to be done. Um, and ask him to continue to bless us. Father God, we love you. We thank you one more time for this time. Oh God, where we can share the word, Lord God, as we go forth with your words this morning. We ask you to touch every hearer this morning, Lord God. I pray you will use me as your vessel, Lord God, that the words will go forth with unction and with anointing. I pray your will will be done. Not my will, but thy will be done. Have your way this morning as we look to you and as we give you all the glory in the mighty name of Jesus. And while you're standing, we want you to turn your Bible to Ephesians chapter 4. If you have it, Ephesians chapter 4. Amen. I'm going to read one verse there. The Bible said in Ephesians chapter 4, there is one body, one spirit, just as ye are called to be one hope when you are called. Lord bless you. You may be seated. I was here uh, Thursday night for a Bible study, and um, while while pastor was preaching uh, on the topic, and I pray and I pray and hope that you know we all can have or get the vision where we need more. We can't just be satisfied in the state of mind that we're in. The Bible said, "Oh, much is given, much is required." I use that terminology a, a lot because pastor was preaching and he was talking about. The topic of this uh, lesson was the call. All it needs is just one person to either make you or break you. One person to discourage you or to encourage you. One person to help you up when you're down. You just need one person. And the influence that we do have in life will impact, go beyond our time and our generation. And this is how important it is that we set a good example. You know, on uh, uh, that note, I was here Saturday afternoon for a corporate prayer, and Jordan came up to me before prayer, 
and said, um, Brother Scarlett, what time do you normally get up on Sundays? So I, I said, you know, sometime I'm up by 7, uh, 6.30. So he, he said to me, can you get up like early, like 5.30, so that you can get to church in time? And <laughs> I, 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 I take that as a compliment because if the kids are observing the time that you're coming to church and said, can you make that extra sacrifice? It's not for me to take it negatively, but it's for me to take it in the way where it said, yes, it does make sense. And yes, I sacrifice because there are times that Saturday evening I'll stay up until sometime 11, 12 o'clock, 12, 30, 1 o'clock. I'm going to my bed because I have so many things going on. But, 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 but for him to be observant to what's going on. And, you know, we as parents there, you know, we talk many times about the influence we have with our children. Where the Bible says we should train up our child or our children the way they should go. That when they're old, they will not depart. When they see that, then there is something in their mind that, yes, I can talk to that person. And that person listen to what I'm saying. Yes, so when I go and talk to him, he should be able to do the same. Do unto others as you want them to do unto you. What goes around comes around. Amen. So uh, my topic for this morning is we are one. We, we, we you know, as I said uh, early, uh, I remember back in the days going into school, you know, we will do our division. And some of us still have our, our either notebook that has, you know, the, the number in from 1 to 12 in it that ever so often we pick it up, if you please, and you will look to see what is one plus one, or uh, one divided into one, or uh, one times one. We, we used to do that a whole lot. Back when I was in school growing up, I remember what is one divided into one? What is one times one? And it may seem so simple, but all it needs is just one person that can help you and that can encourage you. The number one, it's independent. It's the number of unity, which combine all other numbers within. The number one symbolized God. The Bible said God is one. Th this is not related to my lesson, but I want to tro throw this in. Lincoln was elected president in 1860. Kennedy in 1960. Both were assassinated on a Friday. Check this out. Lincoln was killed in a Ford Tater. Kennedy was killed riding in a Lincoln convertible made by Ford Motor Company. We are called to be an example. The, by, the scripture that we read earlier this morning said there is one body. We have one body. We got to take care of, of our body. Once this body is it, it, gone, we cannot re resurrect it. There is only one that can. There is only one. I, I'm not sure if you hear me. Once this body is dead and gone to where it came from, there is only one that can resurrect you. The Bible said the dead in Christ shall rise. 
and those which remain and alive will caught up to meet him in the air. A mediator, however, implies more than one party. But God is one. Galatians 3, verse 20. The Bible let us know in Colossians 3, 16. It said, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and, and abonish one another in psalms. We sing psalms. In him, in spiritual song, singing with grace in the heart of the Lord. We are one. The Bible let us know in Genesis 2, verses 21 and verses 24. It said in verses 21, it said, And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam. And he slept. And he took one. God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam. When he was sleeping, all he took was one. Remember, we have many ribs. You know, if you so please, you know, sometimes, you know, the kids, Josiah, each time will come around and say, you know, I got six pack, you know. He got ribs sprinting out. God could say, you know, well, I need rib number one for this, rib number two for that, rib number four for that. But all God said was just one rib. And when he took that one rib, he closed up the flesh that he had opened up. You see, God is so, uh, 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 he's so, um, what's the word I'm trying for? But he's so unique in the things that he does. He does things decent, and he do it in order. God didn't just take the ribbon and said, okay, you're not on your own. Go and grow and let it grow in place. God closed it up. If we, if we ever get a grip of God and able to consume God so much, uh, um, God, 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 we, we, we will just, you know, be like him. The scripture said, any man being Christ, he's a, a new creature. All things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new. Verses 24 said, Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother, and shall cleave unto his own, and there shall be not two flesh. You got a husband and you got a wife. You're going to leave your father's own, you're going to leave your mother's own. You got to cleave. Are you going to be one flesh? That's what the Bible said. I, I didn't say it. One flesh. So, Sometimes you look at me and say, man, man, you all look alike. Because we're one. So if we grow together, we're going to be one. We're not going to be separated. Amen. We are one in the Lord. Amen. The Bible let us know in Genesis 1, verses 9. And verses 12, and it said, And God said, Let the water under the heaven be gathered unto one place. Check this out. We got the Mediterranean scene. We have the, we have the Atlantic Ocean. We, we, we have the Caribbean scene, if you please. But all of them are connected. But the Bible said in, in, in that chapter uh, of uh, Genesis 1, verses 9, it said, And God said, Let the water on the heaven be gathered together unto one place. He didn't say unto multiple place, multiple countries, multiple states. He said, Let it gather unto one place, and let there be dry land, and it appears. And it was so. 
in verses, uh, um, Genesis actually 12, this is in the Amplified, actually Genesis chapter 25, uh, this is in the Amplified version, um, you know, very familiar scripture, verses 19 of Genesis 25, verses 19 to 23, it said, now these are the records of the descendant of Isaac. Abraham's son Isaac was the father of Isaac. Isaac was 40 years old when he married to Rebekah. His wife could not conceive. But Isaac went to the God that he knew that is Abraham. The God that he trusts in. The Yeshua, if you please. The God of the same yesterday, today, and forever. The God that never changed. The God who hears our prayer when we call upon him. He, he went to God because he trusts the God that he served. He prayed unto the God that he served and said, um, you know, my, my, my wife can't conceive. Uh, you know, we've been trying. He married when he was 40. You know, that's a long time to, you know, married in our time. You know, most of us get married in our younger age. I married when I was 25, uh, you know, so I was much younger. But uh, a few years after that, that's when he get married. They've been trying to conceive. They have a hard time to conceive. The scripture let us know in Proverbs that we should trust in the Lord with all our heart. And lean not unto our own understanding. If you acknowledge him in all your ways, not in some of your ways. Acknowledge him in all your ways. He will. He will direct your path. That's what he said. His promises are true. He's faithful to his promises. Amen. So after he prayed, God answered his prayer. The story went on to say, she then conceived when she was 60 years old. She didn't have one. She have a twin. <laughs> this is what Amplified said. But the children, as the twin grow, in verses 22, it said, but the children struggle together within, kicking and shoving each other, one another. They're, they're, they're fighting. I, I find it, you know, I didn't find it, I got to a certain extent when I read it, I find it funny. I'm saying, man, sometimes, you know, uh, you know, the mom have a child walking around with, and they're going through pain because sometimes they were saying, oh, man, there, there's all kind of aches and pain. The baby's moving, and I'm feeling discomfort in here. But now you got carrying two, and, you know, one is hitting that one, and the other one is kicking the other one. And, and you, you feel discomfort that she even said, if you pray to God, and he helped us to conceive, I, I got to go back to my God and ask him, why am I going through what I'm going through? The Lord said unto her, the founder of two nations are in thy womb. The separation of two nations has begun in your body. The one shall be stronger than the other. But even though she was carrying the twin, he didn't say both shall be stronger. 
He said, the one shall be stronger than the other. And the older shall serve the younger. So be careful what you ask God for. Because he will give us what we need. He's our provider. The Bible let us know in Psalms 27 verses 4. Very familiar scripture. It said uh, David was writing. He said one thing. He didn't say two things. He said one thing. Have I desire of the Lord. He said that I will seek after. That I. That one thing that I. May dwell in the house of the Lord. Not one day. But all the days of my life. Because when we do that, we behold the beauty of the Lord. And we inquire in his temper. There's one Lord. There's one faith. There's one baptism. We serve a one God. The Bible let us to know in Deuteronomy 6 verses 4. It said, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And we shall serve him with all our heart. Hallelujah. The scripture I had uh, Sister Florence to read this morning. He said, then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized. Every one of you in the name of Jesus. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. The Bible let us to know in Matthew 28, when God was given the commission, that they shall go in all the world. Preach the gospel. He that believe it and baptize. That's another verse that I'm reading. Baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son of the Holy Ghost. I'm a father. I'm a son. I'm not the Holy Ghost. So you can't look at me and say yes. Because the Bible says I should baptize them in the name of the Father. What is the name of the Father? Hallelujah. What is the name of the Son? The Bible says, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders. His name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. That's the God that we serve this morning. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. The chorus of an old song we used to sing, I don't hear it sing a whole lot anymore. But back in the days as being in Pentecost, being around, we used to sing this song, I'm a one God apostolic, tongue-talking, holy rolling, born again, heaven-bound believer in the liberating power of Jesus' name. I believe in holiness, and I suggest that you do the same. I was set free at a Pentecost altar on my knees. And he brought me from my shame to be a one God, apostolic, tongue-talking, holy roller, heaven-bound, believer in the liberated power of Jesus' name. Back in the days when we sing that song, everybody will be up on their feet. Because we all are one. 
We came from different family and parents and friends, but we are one. It doesn't matter if you are black, white, Hispanic, Liberian, we are one. We come from far and near, but we are one. God brought us together in such a time as this. We are stronger together when we are united, when we unify. This is where we get our strength. This is where we get our sustenance. When all of us are gathered together in one. He said, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all in one accord. So when we are on one accord, things happen. Mountain move. The place trembled. It's like earthquake. Paul and Silas was in prison. But they united together. And they sing songs. They rejoice. And the gates were open. Because they united as one. There is one, only one God. There is only one way. The Bible said, I am the way. The truth and the life. No man committed to the Father but my being in. We're serving the one God. We're serving the mighty God. We're serving the God that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above that which we ask or think. The Bible said, for God so loved the world. He said that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. You have the privilege this morning. You have the choice. The Bible said we have to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling before God. You have to come to God and let God know. God made you. God know what you're going through. But unless you acknowledge that, God, I am a sinner. I have sinned. I've been mean to my brothers and my sisters. Lord, I'm asking to uh, cleanse my heart. Create in me a clean heart, oh God. And renew a right spirit in me, Lord. We are one this morning. We are one in the spirit. We are one in the faith. Serve the Lord with everything that you have because we are one this morning. Amen. We're going to ask you to stand with us this morning as we continue to worship the one God that we serve because he's so mighty this morning. And if there's someone here this morning that heard a message this morning, whatever you're going through, you have to make sure your calling and election is sure unto God. You have to make sure that whatever is going on in your life, if you live in a life that is uh, hypocritical, if you please, and you want to get it right, you got to have to make sure you come to the altar and get it right with our maker. The Bible said tomorrow is not promised to us. The Bible said today is when our salvation is nearer than we first believed. Now is when we need to give our life to the Lord. Now is when we need to know him a little bit more than we know him then. The Bible said if you know the truth, the truth will make you free. Amen. So we're so glad and thankful to God this morning for being so good to us.
for bringing us together in this fashion. And for everyone that is here this morning, we pray that God will continue to bless everyone and keep everyone as you continue to serve God with all your hearts, serve in all, all your might. Lean not to your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all your ways. The Lord loves us so much. He died for us. He cared for us. He died so that we can have life and have it more abundantly. Amen. So we're asking you this morning, if you're here this morning, and you want to give your life to the Lord this morning, feel free to come to the altar. If you have heart against your brother or your sister, come to the altar and ask the Lord to forgive you. It's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins. Hallelujah. Let's just lift our hands as we pray. Father God, we love you this morning. Lord God, we are one this morning. We are one in your spirit. We are one. Father God, as we pray this morning, as this, these words go forth this morning, I pray your blessing upon every person this morning, oh God. That they will realize, oh God, that without you they are nothing, oh God. You are the one that makes something beautiful out of our lives. You are our sustainer. You are our keeper. You are our way maker. You are the first and the last. There is none like you, Lord God. There is none to compare, Lord God. Father God, as we pray this morning, we pray your hands will continue to be upon this congregation, upon every person that is here today, Lord God. That you'll bless their going out. That you bless their coming in, oh God. That you'll open up doors for them like never before. In a spiritual way. In a financial way, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that you'll make ways when there seems to be no way, Lord God. And as we worship you this morning, we ask you, God, to continue to keep us, Lord God. Let your hands be upon us. Lord God, deliver us from anything that will be an endurance from serving you the way you want us to serve you. Have your way among us this morning. Dismiss us from this place, but never from your presence, Lord. Let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be acceptable in thy sight. Oh, Lord, our strength and our redeemer. We give you glory and give you all the honor this morning. As we praise you, as we worship you, Lord God. We thank you for your blessings. We thank you for your love. We are one, church. We are one this morning. We are one this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. 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 Before uh, we dismiss this morning, um, we, we have a little, um, a little 